Hello and welcome to the Ice Guy, brought to you by the National Hockey Now Network. This is the show that takes you into the world of the National Hockey League. Every game, every day, from a betting perspective. With pro sports handicappers, Ian Cameron, Alex B. Smith, and various guests from the world of hockey and sports betting. And now, here's your host, Ian Cameron. Welcome to the Ice Guys, presented by National Hockey Now. Saturday, March 25th, Ian Cameron and Kevin Beach, our Saturday guest with us again, ready to break down the Saturday slate. And uh, they didn't give us a break on the schedule this week, uh, Kevin. 15 games, uh, pretty much the exact same number we had, I believe, last week, where it was, again, last Saturday, the same thing. It was all but two teams playing. Uh, on the Saturday, and we've got that once again here. A massive slate, a ton of afternoon games. There's actually more, I believe, day games than night games on the slate today. There's uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight day games, seven night games. So if you like matinee hockey, uh, today is your day. Uh, that is for sure. Uh, Kevin, I know you were with us on the BetCast for the first time last Tuesday. Uh, you enjoyed it, and you're welcome to join us anytime for that on Tuesday nights. I know you enjoyed that. How was the week for you? And uh, we're gearing up for the playoffs. You've only got three regular season Saturdays left. The playoffs will be here before you know it. Yeah, I had a great time on that, that BetCast. Uh, good good group of uh, people jumped on there, so I'll have to jump on it again for sure. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I love these day games. Just uh, – Love when it's when it's spread out and you can kind of catch catch most of the action. Um, so these are these are fun days for me where you can sit around and really really get us take take it all in uh, when they're all grouped together. You know you're kind of limited to how how many screens you own. So uh, yeah, excited excited for this late here. Yeah, and I like that it's spread out. You got a couple one o'clock games, a two o'clock Eastern game, four, two four o'clock Eastern games, two three five five p.m. Eastern games as well, uh, and then seven games tonight. So it's really spread out and it's like a hockey marathon. Uh, basically from like 1 p.m. Eastern to 1 a.m. Eastern late tonight. So 12 hours of hockey nonstop. Can't ask for uh, much better than that. Just briefly last night, um, I was an Arizona-Colorado draw away from a sides and total sweep of the board last night on the Friday card. But uh, unfortunately, and that was looking good. It was 1-1 early in the third period, but Colorado decided to uh, score a couple and put some distance between them and Arizona. Uh, and they ended up winning that game 3-1. But outside of that, we cashed with the two overs in the early games, the Islanders and the Blue Jackets. Also had the Islander team total over three and a half. They scored four, but lost to Columbus 5-4 last night. And I had the over in the Devils and Sabres. And uh, that one was pretty easy when it was all said and done. So it was a profitable Friday Let's see if we can make it a profitable Saturday here on this slate. Let's begin with Detroit taking on Philadelphia, playing for exercise, as I like to say. Uh, these two teams, Flyers minus 130, home favorite, six the total. This is one of those games where I actually like the way Philly's playing here uh, the last few games. They're playing teams that need points. Minnesota's trying to win a division. They beat them. Florida's trying to make the playoffs. Philadelphia beat them. So this Flyer team the last couple of games, give Tortorella credit. He's gotten this team. He's, he's put whatever inspiration he's fed into this team. Uh, you know, they're playing with uh, purpose right now, uh, Philadelphia. So I give them credit. Uh, I, I definitely favor them here. And I would I would only look Philadelphia. I, you know, Detroit's a team that, especially on the road, I'm not really looking to back them here. They haven't played great. They did beat St. Louis in the uh, shootout in St. Louis, but turned around and lost to that same Blues team uh, in the rematch, four to three. They're only one and four in their last five games, three and seven uh, in their last 10 games. And like I said, the Flyers here, these last four home games, you know, they beat Buffalo. They almost beat Carolina. They probably should have beat Carolina. Carolina tied that game in the dying seconds 
last weekend, and then Philly ended up uh, losing in overtime to Carolina. They're that close from being on a four-game home winning streak, you know, going into this game today. They've trended over as well, five straight games. A lot of that is because all of a sudden this offense has come to life. So I do kind of lean to the over here just because of that. You know, two teams that aren't going to play, you know, focused defense. They're not going to go overboard to block shots. Nobody's going to the playoffs here. So I could see this game going over. Here's a hot player prop right now for the Flyers. And I mentioned these two guys the last game against uh, Minnesota. And they both got points. And one of them got a point and a goal. Joel Farabee, man, I'm not kidding. Bet this guy right now to score a goal and, and get a point. He's on fire at the moment for the Philadelphia Flyers. And his prop pricing is very, very value-laden at the moment. So uh, Joel Farabee has been very good. Uh, offensively for the Flyers. Again, they have not really made much of an adjustment with his props. He's plus 104 to get a point. He's plus 320 at cool bet, plus 300 at FanDuel to score a goal. This guy's on a four-game goal-scoring streak right now for the Philadelphia Flyers. It's a great, great er prop in this early game, in my opinion. And the other person I want to mention is this kid that's just been called up, Tyson Forster. For the uh, Flyers, he's gotten multiple points now in, in consecutive games, and he's plus 118 to get a point in this game to, uh, this afternoon. So Forster and uh, Farabee, you know, on the Philadelphia Flyers side, excellent, excellent prop value, and they're heating up at the moment for Torts and the Flyers. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin, Red Wings, Flyers? Yeah, this Flyers offense kind of just has heated up out of nowhere. Um, so I, I threw their offense, kind of their their team over two goals, uh, into a couple of my parlays today. Um, but uh, just just keeping it simple for me, not not rocket scientists, my two favorite guys who are playing for, uh, I think I'm the most fun playing for exercise right now are Owen Tippett and Moritz Sider. Uh, I, I have them on both of their overs on shot, shot totals. Uh, Owen Tippett over 2.5. Uh, do you have to pay a little bit? Minus 177, but he's hit it nine of his last 10. So keeping it pretty simple there. And then Moritz Sider, uh, who's playing some of his best hockey of the season right now, over 1.5. That's minus 182. He's he's nine of his last 10 as well. Um, so not not doing anything crazy on this game for me. Uh, just just playing the, the value and the numbers and the odds for me. And then those are the two guys I like on, on my, my props. Yeah, definitely. It's a, uh, I'm, I'm going to have a couple small bets. First game of the day, a couple small bets, nothing significant. 0.1 unit is as low as it gets for me in terms of my bankroll management. So that's $100 for me, 0.1 unit. That's all I'm going to have here on this uh, Detroit and uh, Philadelphia game is a uh, 0.1 unit on Philly, 0.1 unit on the over, and a few small props as well. Like I say, Forster and Farabee are the two that stand out to me for the Flyers in this one. All right, the other game that starts at the top of the hour at 1 p.m. Eastern, uh, Tampa Bay and Boston. Uh, we got the Bruins minus 170, home favorites, six the total in this game. It's not every day, Kevin, you see the Tampa Bay Lightning plus 145, plus 150, right, <laughs> as an underdog. That does not happen very often, but this team hasn't played the best hockey for about a month now, up and down. Not exactly, you know, like I don't want to, I've used the word malaise before, I'll I'll use it again. And I don't know if they're a team I'm looking to back today even getting this big price. You know, you usually would think Tampa Bay plus 150, don't you have to jump at it? But they've lost three in a row. Look at where they are in the standings right now. They're five points now behind Toronto for second in the Atlantic and home ice in the first round. And Toronto still has two games in hand on the Lightning as well. So it's like, you know, you're probably not going to overtake Toronto because you're five back and they have two games in hand, you know, what's at stake for Tampa Bay other than, you know, risk an injury, you know, and down the stretch here in the regular season. So 
Uh, I'm not really rushing to back Tampa Bay, uh, even getting a plus 150 price in this game. Boston, you know, we thought for a minute there that they looked a little vulnerable, that with them having locked up pretty much everything, you know, first place in their division, number one seed in the East, President's Trophy, that maybe they're going to coast a little bit uh, down the stretch. They had that little three losses in four games earlier this month. But, boy, they've reeled off five straight wins since then, uh, including back-to-back home wins against Montreal and Ottawa. You know, this is going to be a lot uh, more of a challenge uh, against Tampa Bay, certainly from a talent perspective. But, man, this Bruins team, uh, no let-up in Boston right now. You know, I am kind of tempted a little bit, maybe by the draw. I mean, we have seen these teams play three times this year, and they were all pretty close games. Boston won two of them. Tampa won the other. 5-3, 5-3, and it was an empty net goal for Boston that made it 5-3. Same thing with the 3-1 win that Boston had. Late empty net goal, put it away, and it was 3-2 Tampa. So these teams have been flirting with it, with a game that goes to overtime. You know, if I were to look at anything, I might consider the draw uh, in this game at a pretty good price, uh, but not much other than that sidewise or totals-wise. It, it would be uh, maybe a small draw bet. I'm not laying a buck seventy with Boston, but I ain't on Tampa either. Uh, like I say, just not a team I'm looking to back right now. And I think their recent results speak volumes about my thinking there. Uh, what do you think in this one, Kevin? Lightning Bruins. Yeah, this is another one where I think the uh, the line is in a in a pretty good spot, pretty fair spot. Um, so I don't, I don't really see the value on either side. Kind of like with with the Flyers game. Like I like the Flyers, but um, you know, not not on that price. Uh, so I'm kind of in the same spot here with the, with the Bruins. I, I like the Bruins to take care of business here, but uh, yeah, it's it's too pricey for me. Uh, Tampa, you never know. Like they haven't been playing the best hockey, but this could be a game they want to get up for and kind of show that hey, we're we are a team that can do some damage in the playoffs, and, and we're still we're still that top team in the East. Um, so I do kind of like that draw angle that you're talking about. Uh, I could see it being a tight game for sure. But uh, I, I'm not touching touching any of that. I, I got my one my one prop that I like is uh, Jake DeBrusque over 2.5. It's minus 137. He's hit it four straight with ease. Uh, when he first came back from that injury, wasn't getting deployed a ton, but it looks like he's kind of back to that uh, same deployment early on in the season where he's getting those top top power play minutes. Uh, and, he, and he's back gelling pretty pretty well with uh, Bergeron and, and Marchant there on that, that. Well, first or second line, they kind of got one one and two, two lines going together with Pasternak on their line. Uh, but he's last four games, he's hit it with ease and he's kind of back in the, in the flow of things the way he was at the first half of the season. So I got DeBrusque on the over 2.5. Bit like in a DeBrusque. I agree. Everything DeBrusque looks very, very solid right now in terms of uh, player props. DeBrusque has gone over his shots in four straight, a goal in four straight. I do like everything DeBrusque today. Uh, he's been very noticeable. Like I say, over shots in four straight, scored a goal in four straight, gotten a point in four straight. Hard to argue with any of that. Patrice Bergeron also on a four-game uh, point-scoring streak right now for the uh, Boston Bruins uh, as well. Uh, although his, uh, again, with some of these, they're they're very juiced. So uh, you're going to have to look at some other. Actually, you know what? The Bergeron point props only minus 135. I'll bet that on its own. Uh, he's really stepped up his offensive game. Four straight games with a point and only a buck 35 to lay it with Patrice Bergeron to get a point in this game. So I definitely like the look of that prop as well. Uh, uh, DeBrusque. Yeah, it's a good price. Uh, it's a good find. Yeah, it's a really good price. And yeah. uh, even DeBrusque minus 130. So uh, I was worried that they'd have those, you know, point props for DeBrusque and Bergeron because they're streaking right now higher than that. They're minus 130 for DeBrusque, minus 135 for Bergeron. 
So you can lay those separately. You could always parlay them if and get a plus price, but you can bet them uh, on on their own uh, at a, still a reasonable price for both of them, Bergeron and for uh, uh, DeBrusque in the uh, point prop department. Uh, no question. Uh, they've been uh, really good. Krejci, he's only minus 112 to get a point as well uh, in this one for the uh, Bruins. Uh, and as someone in our chat mentions, he's been pretty solid lately for them uh, as well. So there's a lot of good uh, prop options here uh, in this uh, matchup between the uh, uh, Bruins and the uh, Lightning. Let me see. Yeah, he's got a goal in three straight games as well, uh, David Krejci, along with that three-game point streak. So uh, absolutely not a bad look. He's plus 330. If you if you want to take that plunge on the goal prop, it's plus 330 at some books for him to score a goal. So DeBrusque, Bergeron, Krejci. Both of all three of those players are on either three game or four game goal and point streaks. Hard to hard to pass down those props or turn down those props when you see uh, the pricing you're getting on a lot of them as well. So it's not a bad prop game. You know, I, yeah, I don't know yeah. if they'll, they'll light up the scoreboard in this game because I, I could see a two one three two game. I could see a six five game with these two. So I'm not on the total, but uh, definitely there's still some props. I mean, you're talking about great prices, Kevin, for players that are in uh, consecutive game scoring form right now yeah and then tampa's not really doing the best job keeping the puck out of their net either so no and vasilevsky's been a part of that you know i think it's fair to assume that he hasn't been nearly as sharp either brian elliott got the one start too against ottawa uh, and that was pretty rough for him but yeah just i I don't like their team defense kevin i've been blunt and i've been honest all season about that blue line i don't find it's as deep i don't find it's as good uh, as last year nick perbix ain't ryan mcdonough Okay, uh, on that blue line, and they lost him to Nashville. And Nick Purbix is not the same, uh, in my opinion. And some of those other depth blue liners, I worry about that a little bit uh, come playoff time. All right, Seattle and Nashville. This is another early start. Uh, Nashville, uh, 1 p.m. local time in Music City. Uh, Seattle minus 130, road favorites, six the total in this game. Uh, these two teams played each other in Nashville Thursday night. This is the second straight meeting in the same building. Uh, two to one Nashville one in a shootout uh, on Thursday night over Seattle. Uh, very tight checking game, low scoring game. I don't know if it's going to be that way here today. Sometimes when these the two teams that play each other back to back, the first game goes under. I kind of like the second game to go over and vice versa. The first game's high scoring. I typically look for the second game to be lower scoring. Um, so I do like the over a little bit here in this game. Uh, over six in this one. We don't have goalies confirmed yet. Joey Decord's gotten two straight starts here for Seattle. And the reason for that is because obviously they've got uh, Philip Grubauer listed as a day-to-day. He's had an illness for the last few days. Uh, He was unavailable Thursday. We'll see if he's able to be back today. And clearly this team has soured on Martin Jones because they've given Decord here back-to-back starts. I can't blame him. Martin Jones has not been good as we know, since the All-Star break. So going to be interesting to see if A, Grubauer's back, and B, if he's not, is it Decord for the third straight time, or is, are we going to see uh, Martin Jones get an opportunity? I'll like the over even more, obviously, if it's Martin Jones. I don't have anything on the side other than I might sprinkle on the draw yet again. In fact, I probably will. I'm going to go right back to it. I cast a ticket with the draw with Seattle-Nashville Thursday night. I'm coming right back to it here, plus 326 is the price at Pinnacle for the draw here. Good price. Very, very competitive game, I expect. It's a huge game for Nashville, who, believe it or not, are still lurking in the wildcard race. It's not helping their cause that Winnipeg keeps winning, um, but the fact that you know Nashville is still you know picking up points here and there, it's keeping them alive, at least, in the wildcard race. They're still only five points behind Winnipeg, 
And more importantly, Kevin, they have three games in hand on the Winnipeg Jets. So this actually can be done for Nashville, but it's important they put a win on the board today. We'll see if they're able to do so like they did Thursday night. But I think if they do win, it's going to take beyond 60 minutes to get the win, just like on Thursday night. So I'll go with the draw plus 326 over six as well. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Kraken Predators. Yeah, it's a, it's amazing that Nashville's still in this playoff race and, and Calgary, Calgary, Calgary's not, uh, you know, based on the moves Nashville made to, you know, kind of un- unload some players there and, and they're, you know, they're, they're showing their hand that they're not, they're not going for it, but their, their players are still, uh, still playing hard here. Um, the injuries they got, Forsberg out, uh, Yossi's been out here, um, and they just keep, keep battling away here. Um, so for me, I actually, I actually like the under, um, so one of the, a few times lately here, we kind of have different opinions. I just think that this Nashville offense is not high octane enough right now with, with the bodies in their lineup to, to put the puck in the net. Um, and right now they're, they're winning games on, on defense and, and kind of clamp things down and, and with Sar- Saros playing some good goaltending. So I do like the under here. Um, as far as my one, my one prop of the game, I'm trying to keep it one prop per game just because it's such a big slate. I'm going uh, back to the well, Vince Dunn on the over 1.5 shots. Uh, six of the last seven, he's hit it, and he's he's playing a ton right now. Um, like last game, he was he was at 27 minutes on the ice. Uh, he's regularly around 23, 24, 25 here this 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 last two weeks. Uh, so they they've bumped him up big time uh, this uh, stretch drive here. Um, so I like him to get the job done on the on the overshots. All right. Yeah, there are a few props I like here. Vince Dunn. I'm still kind of bet Vince Dunn to get a point. Uh, he finally had the consecutive game uh, point streak snapped uh, recently, uh, but uh, I'm still going to come back to it here uh, this afternoon against uh, Nashville. He's still gone, gotten a point in nine of the last 10 games. That's still a pretty good percentage on your side when it's only minus 134 uh, for him to get a point this afternoon. So Vince Dunn and, and it's McCann. It's Vince Dunn and it's Jared McCann. We've mentioned these two for weeks now for Seattle spearheading their offense and uh, McCann minus 148 to get a point McCann, maybe to score a goal as well. Might be worth a look on the uh, Nashville side. uh, Thomas Novak, still a very reasonable minus 125 to get a point. Uh, He's been just a point machine point producing machine lately for the uh, predators getting number one power play top six forward minutes. He's gotten a point for the predators now in seven of the last eight games. So I say Thomas Novak for sure. You keep going back to the well with it. Uh, if you actually want to look down the uh, board a little bit, Phil Tomasino for the uh, Predators, he's gotten a point for the uh, Preds in five of the last seven games. So uh, Philip Tomasino might be a uh, solid uh, prop for the uh, point prop to, to this afternoon as well at plus 115 for that, you know, at DraftKings. So uh, very, very solid in terms of uh, the uh, point props here uh, in this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind that, Nikolai, in our chat saying I'd rather play the Dunn assist yeah, I mean, you're, you're definitely going to get a better price uh, on that. So, uh, and he is every bit. In fact, you could even say more the, uh, the the setup man, you know, and the assist maker as he is the goal scorer. So, yeah, the done assist prop is is very good value. I find no question. So, I wouldn't talk anyone uh, out of that uh, either. All right, next up here on this uh, afternoon slate, this is the fourth afternoon game, 4 p.m. Eastern. Winnipeg Jets, Los Angeles Kings. Uh, we've got LA minus 115 home favorites, six the total. Here in this one, once again, this feels like that Calgary LA game earlier this week where LA is like minus 110, minus 115, barely even money at home. And I'm like, this looks cheap on LA. 
Look, I know Winnipeg is still, these are important games for the Jets. They're trying to solidify the second wild card spot in the West. Uh, and there are still only five up on Na- uh, Nashville uh, for that spot uh, coming into today. So th- they've still got work to do. Uh, make no mistake about it. Uh, and Calgary, even despite their woes and their inconsistencies, they aren't completely out of it yet either. Um, so Winnipeg's got to keep winning. But at the same time, it's not like L.A. is coming into this game and saying, yeah, let's mail this thing in. They have a division they can win still uh, in the uh, Pacific Division. And the uh, Kings are playing really good hockey. They're only four points back of Vegas with a game in hand on the Golden Knights uh, for first in the Pacific. Like I said, Winnipeg's five up on Nashville, six up on Calgary. Uh, and look, they still need to get the, keep winning hockey games to make sure they are one of the two wildcard uh, teams in the uh, Western Conference. But I don't know. To me, this is like that Calgary game all over again. Uh, it's L.A. or pass for me at this price. It's a bargain rate, in my opinion, for the L.A. Kings. They've been good at home uh, all season long, 23 uh, and 13, uh, their home record this year. Winnipeg's been a you know mediocre 19 and 18, only one game above 500 on the road uh, this season. Like I say, Kings playing good hockey, and I know they're not backs against the wall or that urgency like Winnipeg because L.A. is playing for a division, not for their playoff lives like Winnipeg. But, no, if I'm playing, I'm looking at the Kings here. It's a very cheap price on a team that's, quite frankly, the better team as as well. Uh, We don't have goalies confirmed, just projections right now, but we expect Connor Hellebuck once again. There's no reason to start David Riddick in any of these big games. Go with your guy. Go with your workhorse. Go with your bell cow. And that's Connor Hellebuck. So I'd expect him in net. Jonas Corposalo is projected for the uh, LA Kings. Todd McClellan's basically been going back and forth, Copley to uh, Corposalo one game to the next. So it's probably Corposalo's turn in the rotation uh, to get a start uh, here for the uh, Kings. And he's been very good since joining LA uh, in that trade before the uh, deadline. So uh, I haven't bet it yet. I'm just waiting for the lineups to get confirmed, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to be on the Kings here at a very cheap price. What do you think here in this one, Kevin? Jets, Kings. Yeah, I'm, I'm all over the Kings on this price. Uh, this, this is a price I was really surprised to see. Um, Kings have been the better better hockey team for sure. They're at home. They're, they're playing better like the, the last stretch here. Um, so I, I, I don't I don't get the price, but I, I like the Kings on, the, on this money line for sure. Uh, the other one I prop I like here is Victor Arvison over 2.5. Uh, you do have to pay minus 200 for it. He's hit it 10 straight. But he's he's hitting it with ease. Like there's only there's only one game those ten where he's he's had three shots and just got it. Other than that, he's routinely four over. Um, he's thrown up eights, sevens, sixes, fives all in that time. So he's he's hitting it with ease. Um, even though it's a lot of juice to pay, even minus two hundred, um, ten straight hitting it with ease. I, I see the value in it. So that that's my one prop for the game. But uh, yeah, I, I like I like the Kings here on the money line. All right, and prop-wise for uh, this game, uh, you know, not quite as many props on this game because you know it could be tight. You have two potentially good goaltenders in the net here, but I'm totally on board with what he's thinking with Arvidsson. We've talked about Arvidsson over his shots. Nine of the last ten, he's gone over three and a half shots. He's averaging nearly five, by the way, shots on goal per game during that stretch. So even at three and a half, it feels he's got a good uh, chance to go over that number. Uh, Byfield, by the way, is on an eight out of ten point streak for the. Uh, LA Kings keep that in mind so it's it's taken a while like I say people I preach patience with these young prospects just because they're high first round picks doesn't mean they're going to be just rolling and playing great immediately sometimes they need time and uh, Quinton Byfield starting to get going I like his point prop plus 118 for a guy that's gotten a point in eight of the last 10 games it's a great bargain there in my opinion for that if you really want bargains as well 
Here's a surprising three-game goal-scoring streak player for L.A., Carl Grundstrom, who was in the Toronto organization, actually, before uh, joining the L.A. Kings. Carl Grundstrom here for the uh, L.A. Kings has scored in three consecutive games for them uh, entering today. So this is someone that maybe you want to take uh, you know, take advantage of. He's, he's, he's playing above you know, the way he's played much of the season. Uh, and he's plus 600 to score a goal at some books this afternoon. So, again, Carl Grundstrom, L.A. Kings, three-game goal-scoring streak, and he can get a plus 600 out there uh, for him to score a goal in this game. Not a bad not a bad bet. Like, put a couple bucks on it. Man, if it hits, you're going to notice it <laughs> in your bankroll, that's for sure. Uh, and uh, definitely a depth forward that has been uh, stepping up offensively here uh, in recent games for the uh, L.A. Kings. Uh, all right, we move on to the next game. Another afternoon affair, San Jose and Calgary. Uh, Calgary minus 300 home favorites, six and a half uh, being the uh, total in this game. Uh, Calgary should win this game, but how many times do we see Calgary take care of business easily uh, these days? Hasn't always happened. They've dropped three of their last four. Their only win was that 5-1 win in Anaheim. Uh, they get drubbed by LA, 8-2, lose in overtime to Calgary, 6-5, lose to Vegas, 3-2. Uh, in their last game, they should win this. I mean, San Jose has been dreadful. They've lost eight straight. The bottom fell out for the Sharks Thursday night against San Jose. They lose seven to two uh, to the Vancouver Canucks. David Quinn is at his basically at his boiling point. You heard him after the game saying, you know, it's it's we're losing right now, but I vow that this is not going to continue into next year. We're going to be better. So you can tell he's getting frustrated. You know, mentally when you, the losses mount for a team that's had a dismal season. Definitely, you could see the uh, uh, frustrations uh, showing for San Jose right now. That being said, Calgary does not do things easily. We're, we're fully aware of that. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they're in a battle here with San Jose. Capo Kakinen, by the way, confirmed uh, in net for the uh, San Jose Sharks. It is worth noting, too, they do have a few injuries on the uh, back end. Matt Benning, Jacob McDonald, depth defenseman. Uh, they've got Svechnikov and uh, Andreas Janssen. Questionable up front for this game. Uh, for the uh, Sharks. Markstrom should be in net. We expect him to be in net for uh, Calgary. And keep in mind, Chris Tanev for the Calgary Flames, who, look, he's their best defenseman in terms of shutdown defensemen. And uh, without him, they're much weaker in terms of defending in their own zone. He's missed the last two games for the uh, Flames and may miss today. He's going to be a game-time decision. So they're holding out hope he can return for this game against San Jose. But um, I'm definitely in this game. Like I'd like to bet over because San Jose's, you know, kind of struggling to keep the puck out of their own net right now. But can you always trust Calgary to take advantage and score goals when they should? You know, that's been a problem for them at times this year. So I do lean a little over six and a half, but I don't love it. Uh, what I do, what I am going to take a shot with is the draw here. Again, at plus 404 is what you can find with the draw at Pinnacle. It wouldn't shock me at all, at all to see Calgary have to go to overtime against this team. Because, again, they just don't do things very easily. And keep in mind, San Jose, when they played better competition, we've seen them We've seen them actually remain competitive. You know, they beat Winnipeg in overtime recently. Uh, they be, uh, lost to Seattle in overtime at home about a week ago. Earlier this week in Edmonton, to start this road trip, they took the Oilers to overtime, and they lost 5-4 uh, in Edmonton. So, to me, this this isn't a pipe dream here that this game could go beyond regulation. In theory, it looks like a mismatch, but how many times have we said that about Calgary against inferior competition? And it's a struggle. It ends up still being a struggle for them. So uh, the plus 404, it's a good enough price that I'm putting it in my pocket that we see a draw here, Sharks and Flames, 
Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? San Jose, Calgary. Yeah, there's not a chance. I trust Calgary here with this with this price. Um, and then San Jose, I, I don't like enough. Even even with the the price they're given, I, I don't like them to show up. Um, so I, I like your angle with the with the draw. Um, I'm not. I haven't jumped on the draw train yet, but I, I like I like what you're doing over there. Um, you know, maybe I'll watch a little more, jump into that. But no, I, I like that angle for you there. Uh, I'm gonna stay on on props here. Uh, the Flames, just uh, even my even my, you know, my regulars, the Foley, Backlund, they've they've kind of tailed off here and been pretty spotty here the last last couple of weeks. So those are guys that I, I trust pretty consistently. I know no longer trusting them, even Backlund, um, especially with the, with the price now. You got you got to pay to get them. It's just it's not worth it for me right now. Um, so I'm actually looking at a guy on San Jose, Thomas Hurdle, over 2.5. He's hit at seven of his last 10. Uh, but really, I like, I like the price. They're giving you plus 120. Um, so so based on that price, that's that's one I want to play is, is Thomas Hurdle over, over 2.5. And that's my one prop. And my only bet for this game. There you go. Uh, Tomas Hurdle here for uh, San Jose. Looking at props there for him uh, is uh, Kevin with the uh, Sharks and the uh, Flames. Yeah, the one drawback for San Jose in terms of taking this to overtime and being competitive is people in the chat are pointing it out. Yeah. Kakanen has been Kaka, you know, he's putting the Kaka on Kakanen uh, in the month of March here. This guy, I mean, I'm looking at the numbers, Kevin, Oh, and five, and he's given up 27 goals in five starts here in the month of March. I mean, gosh, you look at those numbers. You, you do have to think, I mean, even for Calgary, you, you got to be able to put the puck in the net today. Do you not? I mean, with the, with the way Kakanen's really struggled, my goodness, I mean, 27 goals and five starts here in the month of March. He's given up over five goals per game here in the month of March, this guy in net. So it's hard not to actually, you know what? I probably have to just, I look at that and I say, I probably have to try to trust Calgary that they can get three, four, five because, and plus the over has been dominant in the head to head history between Sharks and Flames. Four of the last five meetings have gone over the total uh, between San Jose. In Calgary, so that over is probably something I'm going to get in on, even though I'm hating myself for it. I really, am. I'm hating myself for it. What am I doing betting over six and a half with Calgary? Why? Why? It's because Kokkinen. That was why. Those are horrible numbers this month, uh, Kevin. You'd have better numbers than Kokkinen this month in five NHL games. I'm sure of it. I hope so. <laughs> I'm sure of it. Maybe not uh, today. Yeah, I mean that is just that's that's dreadful. It's over five goals per game. Um, so yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to take a shot over six and a half. The way I see it, if it goes over six and a half, I'm not going to win the draw anyway, cause it's probably going to be like five, two or five, three Calgary. So it's a way that if the draw falls through, then Calgary's probably does pile it on offensively and win this game going away. So I don't, I can't lose both bets is the way I see it. If I bet the draw and I bet over six and a half, I don't think I'll lose both of them because if the draw doesn't hit, it's probably going to go over cause Calgary's going to get to Cockenham uh, here in this game against uh, San Jose. As far as the props go, uh, in this uh, matchup, uh, there are definitely a couple that stand out uh, here. Uh, I'm not going to go too much into it, but because uh, you never know with Calgary. But uh, uh, Dylan Dubé might has uh, uh, had a good track record against San Jose in particular. I could see him chipping in. Uh, Huberto's on a three-game point and assist streak. Uh, if you're looking at San Jose, it's got to be Barabanov and Hurdle. That's where you got to start in terms of their offensive production. Uh, those have been the players that have been uh, getting it done more often than not. Toffoli, though, is on a 7 out of 10 point streak. Same with Elias Lindholm uh, for the uh, Calgary Flames. So there's a couple of options there uh, for props here with the uh, 
Sharks and the uh, Flames. All right, next game, also an afternoon game, New York Rangers, Florida Panthers, 5 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we've got uh, the uh, Florida Panthers, minus 120, minus 125. Uh, home favorites, six and a half, the uh, total uh, in this game. Florida, very disheartening uh, performance on home ice against Toronto on Thursday night, losing six to two. Uh, a Panthers team that is just in absolute uh, desperation mode. Sense of urgency has to be high. They're one point behind Pittsburgh, even in games remaining with the Penguins, but one point behind Pittsburgh for that final Eastern Conference wildcard spot, four points behind the uh, New York Islanders, who have the uh, first wildcard spot in the East. So these games are imperative here for the Florida Panthers. But do you trust Florida as short home favorites here? I'm not so sure. I think the Rangers are the better of these two teams. Uh, must win doesn't equal will win at this time of year. Why is Florida in a position where they're outside of the playoff race and needing to win to get in? It's because they've been mediocre and inconsistent and haven't been trustworthy, you know, in games like this against uh, better competition. So for me, I could only back the Rangers at this price. I just like this team better. I like this team better in net. Uh, obviously, Bobrovsky up one game down the next. Shesterkin should be in goal for the uh, Rangers. What I loved about the Rangers beating Carolina the other night is they showed that even with the firepower and weaponry that they possessed with Zibanejad and Kreider and Panarin and Kane and Tarasenko and all the offense they have, they can win a low-scoring, tight, defensive, tight-checking game like that. They showed it against uh, Carolina. So I think that's a good sign for the New York Rangers as they head into the uh, playoffs. You look at series history, they've won three straight against Florida and four of the last five meetings. Um, so it's Rangers or nothing, and I really, really like this over. This is one of my favorite overs on the board today. Uh, Panthers have been going over the total six of the last seven. They've been an over machine on home ice. Uh, the Rangers, I know they've had a few unders now, but I think it gets back to helter-skelter, up and down, faster-paced hockey here. And how can you argue with the series history that we've seen between the Panthers and the Rangers. Ten straight meetings have gone over the total. Seven straight in Florida between these teams have gone over the total. And an overall 23-4 and four to the over in the last 27 meetings. That's 23-4 and four to the over in the last 27 meetings between the Rangers and the Panthers. So I like over six and a half here uh, for sure. I think we see goals both ways. And uh, again, with the Panthers, I know they need the win. I don't like the price. And I think the Rangers are the better team. I'm still... Very satisfied and totally okay with taking the Rangers here at a plus 105 road underdog price. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Rangers, Panthers. Yeah, this is another one I just didn't get the price. Um, you're giving me plus plus money for the Rangers uh, against a team that's, uh, I don't know, do they even have the wild card right now? They're sitting outside the playoffs right now. So Yep, one point uh, out. I, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't get this price. Um, so for, for me, that's, yeah. That's Rangers money line all day long. A um, couple of my, uh, this is one of my, my funner ones to talk about on props. Uh, Carter Verhage, guy I've been loving on the, on the over, over 2.5. His price is getting a bit steep for me now. It's, it's minus 215. Uh, he's hit eight of his last 10. I think, I think there's a bit too much juice for me that I'm, I'm finally going to lay off him probably in the first time in months. Um, and this, this one here, I, I don't know which way I'm going to go, but, you got your special name for the Calgary Flames. I might go with the uh, the New York past the pucks here. So I got four guys here. Mika Zinabad, his under 2.5. Uh, it's it's paying plus 105. He's under in seven of his last 10. Then we got Chris Kreider, 
under 2.5. It's it's almost even money, minus 112. He's under seven of his last 10. Patrick Kane, his line is at 3.5. I don't know why it's 3.5. He's been he's been under nine of his last 10 uh, since being with the Rangers. Uh, you got to pay a little more for that, minus 167. And then Panarin, eight of his last 10, he's been under 2.5 as well. And that's minus 143. Um, so so take your pick of those four four guys, your favorite one on the under. Uh, I may pay the extra juice and go with Patrick Kane just because I think that line's too high for him, 3.5. Uh, but overall, these guys are just – there's too many guys to uh, – you know, spread spread the puck around and, and put the puck on net. So right now, those those big guys are are all trending under um, pretty regularly. So I, I don't know if I want to go all four of them because so, someone's got to put the puck on net. But I might pick my favorite one, um, being being Kane uh, under three point five, or or Zibanejad being that uh, that plus money with the, with the best price. But uh, yeah, that's my new name, the New York Pass the Bucks. Yeah, the New York Passers. We've got the Calgary Sternums and the New York Passers. Uh, that's what we're going to go with. Passers versus Sternums the next time the Rangers play the uh, <laughs> the next time the Rangers play the Flames. That's what we're going to have to call it. Uh, but yeah, there's some good props here. Uh, Adam Fox on a point streak of six games now. Verhage, you mentioned it, over shots three uh, over three and a half shots in six straight games. Matthew Kachuk on a six game goal streak. I mean, you got to bet him. I mean, he's just found finds a way. It's finding a way to score. He wants to make the playoffs. His effort's been great. Six-game goal-scoring streak for Matthew Kachuk. So you probably have to look in that direction at least. If And like I say, just because I bet the Rangers doesn't mean I have to not bet Florida props. There are some Florida props that make some sense here uh, in this game from an offensive uh, perspective. Uh, and definitely those are a few of them right there. Uh, E2 Cool Mint Lusterinen, he's usually good to get a point. He's still on a top-six role, so I kind of like that look as well for the uh, Florida Panthers tonight. Uh, in this game, uh, Verhage has got a point in eight of the last 10. Montour to get a point, eight of the last 10 as well. Uh, Barkov, eight of the last 10 with an assist and uh, as well. So he's been dishing uh, to his teammates. And if you really want good value, sprinkle on a power play point prop for Brandon Montour on the blue line. Seven of the last 10 games, he's gotten a power play point. And again, you can get a really good plus price on that. So uh, some good options. I think this is definitely a high event, high shots on goal type of game. So the saves prop really for both goalies might be in play here. Shesterkin and Bobrovsky, assuming that's the matchup. It hasn't been confirmed, but I do expect that's what we're going to see. Uh, Igor Shesterkin in goal for the Rangers and um, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky for Florida. I do want to point out we've got Alex Nedeljkovic in net for uh, Detroit this afternoon. He's had a tough season. Carter Hart for Philadelphia. And it's Vasilevsky and Allmark confirmed in net for the first two games uh, that are about to begin Detroit, Philadelphia, and uh, Tampa Bay, and uh, Boston. Uh, all right, next game on the slate, another matinee affair. Chicago Blackhawks, Minnesota Wild. Minnesota minus 340, uh, home favorites, five and a half the uh, total in this game. Uh, certainly the uh, Minnesota Wild uh, looking to uh, rebound after a tough uh, loss against Philadelphia in a shootout in their uh, last game. They should be able to here against Chicago. The uh, Blackhawks, their last two games, they've lost 11-1. to combined score against Colorado and Washington. So it's been pretty ugly, pretty rough for Chicago. The offense has totally gone silent. Five goals in the last four games for this uh, Chicago Blackhawks uh, team. So certainly struggling to put the puck in the net. Uh, Minnesota should be able to here. Uh, I think it's a Minnesota first period puck line. Uh, that's the way I'm going to go about it here uh, in this game. Uh, I don't mind that. Uh, this is one where I, I don't 
Chicago's just been totally blown out here the last two games. They've looked non-competitive. There hasn't been a whole lot of pushback for the uh, Chicago Blackhawks in some of these recent games. So, you know, you can get a plus price on that first period puck line with Minnesota, minus a half at plus 112 uh, going into this game. And let's keep in mind, too, with the Wild, they scored four against uh, Philly. You know, at home, they scored five against uh, Washington recently. Uh, they're capable of scoring. I don't know if I love the team total where it is. They've won seven straight, by the way, uh, against the uh, Chicago Blackhawks coming into today. I just don't know if I want to bet over a team total of uh, four and a half. Actually, it is only three and a half. Yeah, actually, I'm just seeing that right now. Uh, the team total, I thought for sure we'd maybe see four and a half here. It's over three and a half minus 136 at Pinnacle with the wild team total. So, you know, I think I got to look in that direction a little bit here. Uh, with that wild team total over three and a half minus 136. A lot of good options for Minnesota player props. Boldy, it goes without saying, shots, points, goals. He's on fire. He's finally back on the beam again. Marcus Johansson, great call. Someone in the uh, chat. Absolutely. Um, definitely he's heating up at the moment for the for the uh, Minnesota Wild. Boldy points in eight of the last 10. Freddie Gaudreau points in seven of the last 10 for the uh, Minnesota Wild coming into this game. It's a seven-game point streak for Boldy. Uh, that's definitely uh, worth noting. Uh, Taylor Radish, by the way, is probably the one guy you would bet if you're going to take anyone on Chicago. Uh, he's been the only noticeable flicker of light offensively lately for them. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Chicago, Minnesota. Up, oh, you're muted. Yeah, my bad. So one prop here, Taylor Radish over 1.5. Uh, minus 125. He's eight of his last 10, uh, playing a lot of minutes, playing that top power play unit. Um, so I, I like him, like him to get the job done, and I like that low, that low line for him. Um, other than that, yeah, I, I like Minnesota for sure. Uh, not going to play that price. Um, so just, just keeping it simple with that, that one, one price with Radish today. All right, and as far as the uh, matchup here in the in net, not confirmed yet. In this game, actually, it is confirmed. Sorry, Alex Stalock, uh, Philip Gustafson. So we do have both goalies confirmed in this game. Uh, Stalock for Chicago and, and Gustafson for Minnesota. All right, finally, we've reached the last of the day games. You know, th these are all afternoon games. We haven't even gotten to the night games yet. This is the last afternoon game. I believe it's an ESPN Plus national TV exclusive, this game. Buffalo Sabres, New York Islanders, Islanders minus 180, home favorites, six and a half the total in this game. I mean, Buffalo with a win last night against uh, New Jersey. I got to give Buffalo some credit. I mean, they, you know, for a team that's just had a really tough few games, they beat a very good New Jersey team, but they are still six points behind Pittsburgh, nine points behind the New York Islanders. The good news is they've got a game in hand on Pittsburgh, two in hand on the Islanders. So, you know, if they're going to make one last surge and they got to get red hot, they've got to win and they got to get this game. Um, do I trust them to get this game, though? Well, both teams are on a back-to-back. -back. It's worth noting. I mean, so there's no advantage schedule-wise. Uh, the Islanders were in Columbus last night, losing in overtime. Buffalo with the 5-4 home win against New Jersey last night. So it's back-to-back -back, uh, situation for both teams. Uh, and it's worth noting, Buffalo, though, is the much worse record on the back-to-back -back this year. Islanders are actually a very solid 8-5 second of back-to-back -back games. Buffalo just 3-8 and eight with uh, second of back-to-back -back this year. Uh, coming into this game this one six and a half i mean buffalo is just man they're, they're just over machines right now but six and a half with the islanders is not something you see every day but they've gone over in five straight who's going to be the goalie that's what i'm waiting on here 
uh, in this game. Who's going to be the goalie? Uh, Anderson, I think, is going to be in net for the Sabres uh, after we saw uh, Uko Pekalukanen last night. Um, now, it was Sorokin last night in the game for the uh, New York Islanders. Uh, did they go Varlamov tonight uh, on the back-to-back is the uh, question mark there. But uh, certainly for uh, Sorokin uh, last night, maybe not one of his better performances, um, but do they go back to him or do they give Varlamov the start tonight? You know, ends up being the uh, question. Buffalo, we know, is the road dog. They've been terrific. I don't go against Buffalo as a road dog. So it's Buffalo or nothing for me. They've been excellent road underdogs this year when they play good competition. Uh, and maybe that shows up again tonight, but I don't love that back-to-back record. So I'm probably not going to take Buffalo. I just lean that way. And I, it's over a pass for me, just based on the way these two teams are trending totals-wise right now. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Sabres, Islanders? Yeah, these teams have both been in some uh, pretty wild scoring games here the last little bit. For me, I, I'm not touching either side on the wins on the wins losses. Um, I, I like over on this game uh, total game. Although I found the uh, I went with the regular time over six, and that gave me minus one twenty five. So I feel feel a little more comfortable with that. At least if I hit six in, in regular time, it's a wash uh, rather than taking that that six point five, uh, including overtime. So. For me, there weren't weren't really props. I was on. I just I just like there would be a lot of goals in in, in general. So I'm uh, over six for regular time, and and for me, I found that price at minus one twenty five. All right, and just uh, in terms of some props here in this game, yeah, in terms of the uh, injury situation with Thompson, he's day to day. That is true, day to day for uh, Tage Thompson, but he's not been ruled out for this game tonight. Now he got uh, he left the game last night after thirteen minutes of ice time against New Jersey. Uh, undisclosed injury. I think it's lower body, but they didn't say for sure. Uh, game time decision is what it will be for uh, Mr. Thompson here for the uh, Buffalo Sabres tonight. So uh, keep that in mind. Uh, Devin Levi will start. I don't think it's going to be tonight, though, uh, in this game or this afternoon, I should say, against the uh, Islanders. Uh, and as far as props go, uh, there are a few that uh, stand out to me uh, for this uh, game, Sabres and the uh, Islanders. Um, Noah Dobson on a four-game point streak. I like his. I like that prop again. Zach Parise, drinking from the fountain of youth. Holy fuck, he's still got something in the tank. Four straight games with a goal for Zach Parise. Where did this come from? Hey, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Ride it. You know, he's obviously got a little something going right now for the uh, Islanders. Four-game goal-scoring streak. I've noticed he's got a little burst in his stride. He's going to the t- uh, front of the net. Uh, you know, he's been uh, cashing in lately for the uh, Islanders. So, if you want to ride the wave of Zach Parise with a little late career resurgence here the last few games, you can certainly maybe go in that direction for the uh, uh, New York Islanders. Uh, Bo Horvat, he's gone over his shots on goal eight of the last ten. You know, he's not producing, but, man, he's shooting the puck, and that's all you care about with the shot prop. So over at two and a half for Horvat, uh, over shots on goal, uh, still might be uh, worth a look here in uh, this game for the uh, Sabres and Islanders. All right, that's the first Half of the card. That's all the day games in the books. We got seven more games left, all of them taking place tonight. And we'll get to those in just a moment. Hit the like button. 275 live viewers on YouTube right now. We appreciate you guys joining us on a Saturday. Hit the like button and shout out to our podcast listeners as well. We'll be back with the second half of this massive monster Saturday card right after we hear from Gramco. Support for the Ice Gas is brought to you by Gramco. Whether you or your team's game is on the field, screen, racetrack, court, or the ice, Gramco is for the game. Grown by farmers who spent years developing premium hemp genetics, Gramco provides customers with consistent quality Delta 8 THC products ready for any occasion. Gramco currently offers numerous Delta 8 products, including vape cartridges, disposable vapes, 
pre-rolls, gummies, wake-and-bake coffee, and more. Gramco offers an enjoyable, legal high delivered discreetly and directly to you. Gramco is also available at many American retailers as well. You can get the best Delta cannabis products on the market shipped quickly and discreetly from Gramco. And if you visit www.thegramco.com, use promo code ICEGUYS, you will get 20% off of every order. And any order that's on the site over $50 will be shipped free with standard shipping. So live elevated with Gramco and check out their wonderful Delta 8 products today. All right, with the two games that are about to start, just a quick hitter recap of the props that I like. Three-point props, Farabee, Forster, Morgan Frost. I'm putting him on a point prop for Philly, too. He's gotten a point in three straight games. Farabee to score a goal as well, and that's plus 300 in some books. Joel Farabee to score a goal for Philadelphia. We got Boston props. We've got DeBrusque, point prop, Bergeron, point prop, and uh, there's one more, too, for a Boston, too, that I had for a point prop there. I'm just taking a look. Um, Krejci? Krejci, that's it. Thank you. Yeah, Krejci. Krejci, Bergeron, DeBrusque. Yeah, Krejci minus 120. There we go. Uh, So we've got all those for point props as well for the uh, Boston uh, Bruins here uh, just a bit. So, And I think these are all good props because they're all streaking. All of these players I just mentioned are on three or four game goal streaks, point streaks. Uh, All of them. Farabee's on a goal streak and a point streak. Forster's on a point streak. Frost is on a point streak. Bergeron, DeBrusque, Krejci, they're all on point streaks. So we're riding the streaks here with these point props in these first two games today. Hopefully it works out well for us. All right, hopefully this game, whatever we decide to bet, works out well. Ottawa, New Jersey, the first of the night games tonight on the slate. New Jersey minus 200, home favorite, six and a half the total uh, in this game. A massive bit of injury news, Kevin, for Ottawa. Um, Jacob Chikrin's out for two to four weeks, so... That's unfortunate, uh, and they're uh, you know a team that's had so many injuries this year. You think of both their top goalies out, Talbot and Forsberg. You think about the fact that Josh Norris has been missing uh, for most most of the season. So it's been a really tough sledding type of uh, run here for the um, for the uh, Ottawa Senators in the injury department. Now Jacob Chikrin, the prized acquisition at the deadline, uh, he's out. Uh, for this game and for the next two to four weeks, probably done for the rest of the regular season, I would think, uh, for Ottawa. So that makes things a little bit more challenging on the back end. You're going to need more out of uh, Jake Sanderson, Thomas Shabbat. These guys have played their guts out all season, but now, you know, they got to, you're asking for even more of them. Uh, Artem Zub's going to have to step his game up on a top pair with Sanderson. Hamannick now moves up to play with Shabbat, Brandstrom, Holden. You know, can that group hang in there now? Uh, now with Chikrin out moving forward, that's going to end up being the uh, question. Uh, really unfortunate news, though, for uh, Chikrin. You know, Ottawa's playing hard, though. I mean, don't tell them they're out. Uh, they're playing with that effort. Uh, they have the rest advantage, too. Remember, they played at home against Tampa Thursday, and they catch New Jersey now coming back home after a back-to-back. They were in Buffalo last night. I don't think it's crazy to sprinkle on Ottawa, quite honestly, in this game. Uh, plus 170. I like the way they've played this week. They beat Pittsburgh. They could have beat Boston. I thought they outplayed Boston. They outshot Boston when they lost to the Bruins earlier this week. And, of course, they pummeled Tampa Bay uh, on Thursday night. This is going to be the Ian Classic, late-season classic, Ottawa draw split for me. That's what I'm going to go with here in this game. A little bit on Ottawa at the nice price. They need the two points way more than New Jersey does. Not that way more, but they're the more urgent team in terms of needing the two points compared to the Devils. 
You can get plus 175 with Ottawa with the full game money line. And the draw is at plus 382 at Pinnacle. So there we go. We're going to go with an Ottawa draw split uh, in this game. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Senators, Devils. Yeah, I'm going to take the Senators here on the money line. I, I like the price. I think the last handful of games, they've, they've been the team actually playing playing better hockey. They've been playing good teams. They've either, you know, they've won a couple. They beat Pittsburgh. Um they beat Tampa. I mean, Tampa hasn't been the best, but uh, I mean, and they've been competitive against Boston, Toronto, and and the Avalanche all in one goal games. So I think they're the team playing playing a little better right now. Uh, New Jersey has been little little sloppy lately, kind of kind of dropping some games. Their their defense hasn't been the best. Um, so yeah, I, this is a price I like, and and I'm willing to uh, put a bit on the centers here and, and see what happens. But uh, just just the price. Just playing the price here, so I got I got signs on the money line. Yeah, it was Akira Schmid, by the way, who got the uh, start last night because it was the front end of the back to back for the Devils. He got pulled, and Banachek had to take over. I assume Banachek's going to start here tonight. This was probably the game he was going to start all along uh, this weekend. So I'd assume Banachek will be in for uh, New Jersey uh, in this game. Uh, who's going to be in for Ottawa? Do you, uh, Mad Sogard? I assume uh, you know they've committed to this kid uh, in net. Uh, Dylan Ferguson was going through an illness he had that incredible game he gets called up he plays the game of his life against pittsburgh he was incredible in that hockey game dylan ferguson then he gets ill right after the game and he's been unavailable the last two games uh but it looks like he's shaken off the illness he is available if need be so do you stick with sogard who had the uh win against uh, Tampa Bay and didn't play that bad against Boston either. He's actually played a little bit better the last couple of games, Sogard. I assume it's going to be Sogard, but I uh, just haven't seen it confirmed as of yet here uh, for this uh, Ottawa and uh, New Jersey uh, game. As far as the uh, total goes, yeah, I certainly would lean a little bit to the over, but uh, the last game was 5-1 for uh, New Jersey in Ottawa. Uh, Ottawa, of course, has gone over in four of their last six games. Uh, New Jersey. New Jersey's actually kind of been over, under, over, under, over type of pattern. So if you buy into the pattern, it's actually time for their game to go under uh, here uh, in this game. So we'll see uh, how it goes. I'm I'm not going to touch the total, but I do lean over here with uh, Ottawa and New Jersey. And like I said, I'm on that Ottawa draw split. And then in the prop market uh, for this game, uh, there are a few options. Stutzla has gotten a point in seven of the last 10. Ishier, seven of the last 10. Timo Meyer remains a shots on goal dynamo to bring it actually seven of the last 10. He's gone over uh, his shots on goal prop for the uh, Ottawa senators. So he's been shooting the puck a lot more of late as well. He's here on a five game point streak. Brady Kachuk gone over the shots on goal prop five straight games. Uh, Jesper Bratt, by the way, on a three game point streak for the uh, New Jersey devils. And I think he could sprinkle him to get a goal as well. He's a streaky offensive player. He's on the good side of the streak right now for sure for the, uh, for the uh, New Jersey Devils. All right, Vancouver and Dallas. Uh, next game up, we've got uh, Dallas minus 190 home favorites. Six the total uh, in this game. Uh, the Vancouver Canucks, uh, Kevin, I watched this team a lot lately. Um, really working hard, uh, really playing hard. They're, they're not perfect. There's still some flaws, but there's definitely improvement being made. And I think we're at the point where it's time to give Rick Tockett a little credit, you know, and a little bit of a, uh, you know, good vibes for the way he's, uh, you know, picked this team up. You know, they're at least pay paying more attention to detail defensively. Their defensive game has improved. And he's really gotten the uh, best players on this team to buy in. When you look at it, Elias Pettersson's been great under Tockett. 
JT Miller is playing like a, a, a leader off the ice and a terrific player on the ice since uh, Rick Tockett got there. So I like what I'm seeing out of Vancouver. Eight and two in their last 10 games. They beat down San Jose seven to two in their last game. Uh, their only loss in their last four was that uh, four three loss at home to Vegas. Remember, they beat LA in a shootout uh, on the road as well. So it's a very capable Vancouver team. I'm going with Vancouver in the draw, a split here with this uh, Canucks and Stars game. I think it makes sense totally. Vancouver's had their way with Dallas uh, the last uh, couple of seasons. This goes back to last year. You know, Vancouver's beaten Dallas five straight times. So this has been a tough matchup for the Stars. Already this season, we've seen uh, Vancouver win twice. They won here in Dallas in a game that went to overtime, 5-4. And that was after Tockett joined the team as head coach. And then just uh, a week or so ago in uh, Vancouver, Canucks got a 5-2 win. Uh, against the uh, Dallas Stars. So there's no doubt that uh, Vancouver uh, has really played well against the Stars. Stars don't win games easily as well. You look at the last three. They go to OT against Calgary and they win. They go to OT against Seattle and they lose. And then, of course, they squeak one out 3-2 against Pittsburgh. And that one nearly went to uh, overtime as well. So I like the Canucks and the draw. And I'll split it up between the uh, two here in this uh, game against the Stars. Obviously, Stars still trying to win the Central Division, so obviously these are important points for them, but they've had a tough time consistently with Vancouver. So I'm going to go Canucks plus 170, a little on that, as well as the uh, draw at plus 366 currently at uh, Pinnacle. Really good price on that draw. Uh, what do you think here, uh, Kevin, with Vancouver-Dallas? Yeah, I, I love this uh, Canucks Canucks price here on the money line. Um, they've, they've been playing some pretty good hockey lately, being some good teams. Uh, offense is clicking, and and defensively they're they're playing well too. I think I think Demko has uh, you know found his groove here since coming back from injury. Uh, so they're they're playing some good hockey. So and again, as you mentioned, like the way the way they had they've had their way with with Dallas. Uh, I think that's a good bet and a good price. Um, I saw occupancy. In the in the chat there mentioned he took the uh, over team goals for Vancouver over two point five the other day. Uh, that that's one I've been throwing in. I'll kind of I'll, I'll slide that line to about two, and I've been throwing that in some parlays over to uh, Vancouver team goals. Uh, that that's been pretty consistent lately. I'll just kind of throw that in as a guarantee. Uh, they they've been hitting that two or over pretty consistently. So that's another angle I like. I think if you just go straight up, it's it's two point five your line to hit hit three or more. Um, so I like I like both those today, the money line or or team uh, team total on over. Yeah, I mean it's just uh, the, this is the perfect example of bet prices, not teams. And uh, look, I know Dallas is better than Vancouver, but minus two hundred with this team that's lost five straight to this team, and Vancouver playing the kind of hockey they are. We just saw them going to L.A. beat the Kings, and Demko was great in that game. That's the blueprint that will work for them tonight, possibly against uh, Dallas. So well, they've even shown you in recent games they can go on the road, beat a team that's going to be in the playoffs, you know, like when they beat L.A. last weekend. So definitely, I think, a live underdog here, plus 170. And like I say, going to sprinkle a little bit on the uh, draw as well. few props that do stand out. I'm going to go back to the Wyatt Johnston well. Uh, it finally, you know, he didn't score the last game, but he's still way underpriced compared to everybody else on the Stars. So I still like Wyatt Johnston uh, props going into this game. Uh, if you believe in streaking players that are on streaks right now, Pavelski's on a three-game point streak for the Stars. Ben on a three-game point streak for the Stars. JT Miller has scored a goal in three straight games, as has Joe Pavelski for Dallas. So you got two players on three-game goal scoring streaks. JT Miller for Vancouver, Joe Pavelski for Dallas. So 
I definitely think the goal props at this time of year, when you see those streaks pile up, you, uh, it's hard to go away from them. So I like both of those uh, players to score a goal right now uh, for their uh, respective team uh, in this game tonight. Uh, and there are a few big-time streaks that are worth noting. Now, with both of them, you're going to have to pay some juice for these props. But Miro Haskinen's on a 12-game point streak for Dallas, and Elias Pettersson is on a 10-game point streak for Vancouver. So uh, what you can do here potentially to get the price down, Elias Pettersson on, on his own to get a point is minus 230. Uh, Miro Haskinen on his own to get a point is minus 220. But if you parlay them together in a same-game parlay, you're going to get close to even money with both of them to get a point. That's what I would do. I'll play them in a same-game parlay. Pedersen point, Haskinen point. Uh, Pedersen on a 10-game point streak, Haskinen on a 12-game point streak. That's the way you go about it. And, uh, you know, you've got 10-game and 12-game streaks on your side. All streaks are going to come to an end, obviously, uh, at some point, but you just hope it's not tonight. But uh, that's the way I would go about it with those uh, two players if you don't want to lay the minus uh, 230. I mean, Kevin sometimes lays big prices, but even for you, minus 230 on a point prop seems a little rich, right? That's pretty rich, yeah. 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 Pretty rich. So the parlay option is definitely the way to go if you're going to get involved with that. All right, to another good game here coming up. Toronto and Carolina. Uh, we've got the Hurricanes minus 145, home favorites, six the total in, in this game. Uh, Toronto bouncing back after a bad game against the Islanders. They beat uh, Florida 6-2. to two. Really good game by Toronto, but I, you know, I think some of that was Florida's just so erratic and so bloody inconsistent that, it, you know, I think some of that is attributed to Toronto's win. This will be tougher because Toronto just beat Carolina recently. It was on St. Patrick's Day, uh, not last Friday, but the previous Friday in Toronto. And the Leafs uh, had their way with the Hurricanes, actually. I think they won 5-2. So a little bit of a short turnaround revenge situation here for the uh, Hurricanes tonight uh, in this game. And they're coming off a 2-1 loss at home to the New York Rangers. They split those two games against New York home and home. Uh, earlier in the week. Uh, Carolina still very much in a big-time battle for first place in the Metro Division. They are two points ahead of New Jersey, and they have two games in hand uh, on the uh, New Jersey Devils. So uh, that's the good news, is that they are in the advantageous position. Uh, two points up uh, on Jersey and two games in hand. They do, they do play Boston tomorrow. That is a very good point. So, you know, what do they look at as the bigger game? You know, Toronto tonight? Hockey night in Canada, or uh, even though it's in Carolina, or Boston tomorrow. Uh, I don't know, but it's back-to-back. -back. I would think it's going to be split between Anderson and Kochetkov uh, in goal. It's a question of who's going to start which game. Now, Kochetkov started for Carolina against Toronto you know, over a week ago, and obviously they lost that game, and it wasn't one of Kochetkov's better games. So I would think we're going to see Anderson tonight against his former team, but I'm now looking and I'm seeing that's not the case. It is going to be Pyotr Kochetkov uh, once again for Carolina. Again, this guy, this kid was in net against Toronto in Toronto last week. That's the game they won 5-2. So I'm a little surprised Rod Brindamore's going this route and not giving Frederick Anderson the start against his old team, but uh, he's going with Kochetkov. It's Matt Murray uh, who's once again going to get the start for the Leafs. He's actually played well the last couple of games. He made an incredible save. All I should say almost an incredible save. They reviewed it, and the puck barely crossed the line. But he, like, just like a windmill movement, and it hit his butt pretty much, the puck. And then he, like, dove, and he reached around and grabbed the puck out of midair with his glove. But unfortunately, the puck had crossed the goal line while it was in his glove. So unfortunately, that goal count. But it was almost one of the spectacular saves 
uh, we've seen in quite some time for uh, Matt Murray. No, he's not out for the season, Grinch uh, Samsonov. It's just uh, his wife's going to give birth to their kid any moment. They're giving him some time to deal with that. Uh, he'll be back, definitely. He's just left the team for the rest of the trip to deal with the uh, uh, awaiting birth of his uh, child uh, with Mrs. Samsonov. So that's why uh, Matt Murray, is by default, is going to be the starter here for uh, Toronto. This is a tough game. It really is. I think I'd lean Carolina, but I don't love that they play Boston tomorrow night. I do still like Kochetkov. I think he's had a couple of games that have not been at his best since he's been with the Hurricanes here. But, you know, with Toronto off the win against Florida, and you got Carolina off a loss to the Rangers, losing to Toronto last time they played. I mean, spot-wise, it kind of speaks to Carolina here. But I don't want to lay a buck 45. So really, this is going to be the ultimate pass for me. Other than a couple of props I'll mention in a minute, it's not a game I'm going to do much with. Uh, what do you think here in this one, uh, Kevin? Toronto, Carolina. Yeah, I was going to say, man, I, I hate that when a goalie makes a great save, you know, like diving on the line and like it, it's in his glove, but the, the puck's just across the line. That was heartbreaking because um, it was such a great save Murray made there. Yeah, and it's probably going to be save of the year if the puck doesn't just, just barely cross the line. So uh, that's, those are frustrating ones I, I hate to see. Uh, but yeah, like fun, fun move there by him. Um, so entertaining play for sure. This is another one that I just, I pull up and I see the price and I say, Hey, like, I just, I have to play the price. So I, I probably like Carolina a little bit in this, but the, the price plus 125, I think this is a pretty even game. Uh, I, I have to play it for, for the Leafs on the, on the money line. The, the other two I like are the two props. I like Matthews, his, his shot line is down to 3.5. I know a lot as you're playing the defense of Carolina Hurricanes here, um, but nine of the last ten, he's he's been able to hit four or more. I think he's in a pretty good good groove right now. He's he's feeling feeling healthier than he, he has most of the season, uh, and, and that's minus one eighteen for uh, for him to hit that three point five rover. So I like that. I also like Marner over two point five. Uh, he's he's been split down the middle five of the last ten. He's hit it, but. You give me a plus a plus price of 125 on that, and I see value. Uh, it's a big game. The Leafs are going to want to show up again. Again, they usually, you know, play play up the competition, and they play down the competition. So when we're playing one of the best teams, I like Marner to uh, you know have a chance of putting three on net, and I'll, I'll I'll take that plus price all day long for him. So those are my two uh, two props I like. I would take goal props on Marner, seven of the last 10. Matthews, too. I mean, Matthews is not a, never a great price, but he's got that look of a guy that's about to heat up right now for Toronto. He looks like he's fully healthy. There's no wrist issue anymore. He's back to shooting the puck a lot. He started a two-goal game uh, against Florida. He's plus 120 to score tonight. It's, again, not a great price, but I would look toward uh, some props involving uh, Matthews and Marner to score. And I'd even throw our guy, I'm going, going back, Back to Cali, Cali, Cali Yarncroke uh, on that line. He has been so close to scoring. He's had multiple chances. He's kind of been snake bit, to be honest, since he, they moved, since Sheldon Keith moved him up to the top line because he's had two straight games without a goal. But he did have two against Ottawa. Uh, he's capable of chipping in. Uh, and I think Cali Yarncroke could find the uh, back of the net here tonight for this, um, for this uh, Toronto team tonight. So I'm definitely interested in that uh, as far as. Um, you know, the goal props here for the uh, Leafs on the Carolina side uh, of the equation. Uh, someone mentioned uh, earlier on the Twitter to me, and it's true. I mean, look at some of these bargain bin options for uh, Carolina. Tara Vinen, 
Uh, it looks like uh, he's going to be up to the top line with Aho and Natchez tonight. And Stefan Nason is going to the second line with Jarvis and Kotkaniemi uh, for this game tonight. So Tara Vinan's got value. Nason, Stefan Nason has value uh, as well uh, for the um, – so there we go. Boston scored and uh, Patrice Berger on point is already cast. So there we go. Uh, one of our props in the win column already there. So, uh, yeah, good stuff there. Uh, and, yeah, so in this game, I, more of a prop game for me. Matthews, Marner, Yarncroak, goal props. I think I'd look at some kind of goal and or point prop for Tara Vinan because he's moving up to the top line. And same with Stefan Nason for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes as he's moving up to the second line for them uh, tonight in this game against the uh, Toronto uh, Maple Leafs. Uh, let me just see because I think Nason actually has been one of those undervalued players. Yeah, he, I mean, he's got a – he, he's moving up to the second line now, but even before that, he had three points in the last five games for Carolina. So, yeah, that's that's a good undervalued prop right there, Stefan Nason for uh, Carolina to go with Tara Vine and moving up the lineup. All right, Columbus and Montreal next up. Montreal minus 160, home favorites, six and a half the total. Over, 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 over. Um, that's all that needs to be said, right? Uh, with these two teams and these two defenses and these two uh, goaltending duos that we have for both of these teams right now, Tarasov and uh, uh, Hutchinson for Columbus, uh, Montembeau and Allen for Montreal, who have not really played well lately. I mean, there's, this is just a simple decision for me. Neither team is keeping the puck out of the net. Both teams are still capable offensively. See a lot of goals, in my opinion, here with the uh, Jackets uh, and the uh, Canadians. Again, we don't have goalies confirmed yet for this uh, game with the uh, Jackets and the uh, Canadians, but we likely will see Montembeau for uh, Montreal. There actually is whispers that it's Merzlikens that might be able to return for uh, Columbus tonight, but it's not set in stone yet. If not him, it'll be Tarasov for uh, Columbus tonight, so we'll have to uh, wait and see. Actually, Tarasov has been sent back down. Uh, he's not even on the roster, so that's pretty good indication that uh, Merzlikens figures to be making his return tonight for Columbus, but still he has been off for a while. Hasn't played since March 7th. He's given up three goals or more uh, in really, actually, if you look at Merzlikens, he has given up at least three goals in one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight starts coming into tonight. And he hasn't played in a while. So um, yeah, I like the over very no brainer decision here over six and a half with this one. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin Columbus, Montreal? Yeah, I'm definitely on the over as well. Uh, the only difference is I, I chose the, uh, the over on regular time. So I was able to get over six, and that was minus 118. Uh, and that just gives me the the wash if it hits six. So I just feel, feel a little better with that. But overall, yeah, these are two teams that um, can't keep the puck out of the net, but also they've they've been finding ways to score goals. So they've been in some wild, wild games lately. I like that trend that continues, especially when they match up together against each other. The one prop I wanted to jump on was uh, Kirby Dak just coming back from injury. Um, you know, he's, he's right away up in the lineup with a lot of minutes just because, you know, Anderson's out. So they just continue to lose bodies, Montreal. Um, two, his line's only 1.5 for the shots. He's hit it in, in both two straight, uh, but it's it's minus 240 to play it. So that, that kind of scared me off, but that was one I was uh, excited to jump on. Um, Maybe like a, a goals prop for him, something you might be on. You're, you're more into the goals props. Um, but that was one that the price just scared me off. But uh, definitely he's he's playing a lot of minutes now that he's he's back. And uh, and they've also lost Anderson in the lineup. Yeah, I mean, to me, for Montreal, it's 
getting ridiculous with the injuries at this point. I mean, yeah. he's he just already suffered so much. I mean, Jack Eye, Slavkovsky, Monahan, Caulfield, um, Caden Gooley, Christian Dvorak, Yoel Armia, and now Josh Anderson, who's been one of the guys that's been keeping you afloat here the last month or so. Uh, and now he's out. So it's just, it gets worse. It, it gets worse. So you're right. Kirby doc, but the good news is they just got Kirby doc and Brennan Gallagher back, but especially Kirby doc, Kirby doc point prop is a slam dunk bet for me tonight. Uh, and a goal prop for that matter. He's gotten a goal uh, in two games since returning from injury, three points uh, in the last two games as well. And he knows, look, we're ailing right now. Who's going to put the puck in other than me right now. It, so yeah, there's no doubt. Kirby Doc becomes one of the absolute focal premier points offensively. He's plus. I've I am stunned at FanDuel. Kirby Doc is plus two eighty to score a goal tonight. I mean that is because he becomes the number one offensive weapon now on this Montreal team. Now his point props minus one sixty five. So you know it's, it's a moderate price, but I'd still lay it. But that goal prop, I mean plus two eighty, stick that in your pipe and smoke it, and hopefully win with it. Uh, in my opinion there with uh, uh, Kirby Doc tonight. That's just an incredible price for him to find the uh, back of the net. And he's going to be all over the place. Top line, number one power play. Uh, definitely you could look in those two directions. I think you need Harvey Pinard to step up a little bit. And he scored most of his goals at home uh, for Montreal. So maybe a Harvey Pinard look for them as well. Mike Hoffman, he's, he's got to contribute now a little bit. No points in the last two games, but you got to hopefully expect more from him uh, moving forward. Uh, Gurionov and Drouin for Montreal. I think they're worth a look. Gurionov has four goals in the last seven games for Montreal. And his point streak, he's collected a point for Montreal now in seven of the last eight games. So uh, Dennis Gurionov's been feeling it since they got him from the uh, Dallas Stars. So I'd go in the, those two directions as well. The goal prop and the point prop for him as well. The assist prop is plus 300 for uh, Gurionov as well. Not bad. Uh, and as I mentioned, maybe Drouin as well. Drouin has started to really play some of the best hockey he's played in a very long time. He's only plus 110 to get a point uh, in this game tonight for the uh, Canadians. And, and if you look at the Drouin's recent game log, it's the look of someone that's been starting to heat up a little bit. Uh, he's got five points in the last five games for the uh, Montreal Canadiens. So uh, definitely looking at a, a prop there involving uh, Jonathan Drouin as well to uh, find the uh, back of the net. 1-1, uh, yeah, I just saw that. Tampa Bay has tied at 1-1. So, yeah, like I say, I did think maybe we had the chance for the draw in that game. I, I didn't bet it pregame. I might bet it live, though, the draw. This could feel like, I don't know if either of these teams, you would think Tampa Boston are excited to play each other because it's two you know, historically good teams, but Boston's locked into their position. Tampa's probably locked into their position. So does have the makings maybe of a draw and an overtime game and obviously one, one there uh, so far. Just to touch on, uh, just to touch on Kirby Dak there. Like he played 24 minutes last game and six minutes yeah. on the power play. Right. Which is, which is crazy. Uh, second game back, back from injury. Um, that he's so, playing yeah, that. Not, and it's yeah. it just as crazy, if not crazier that his goal prop is plus two eighty with those minutes and all that power play time. And he scored in both games since returning from the injury. And he's plus 280 to score tonight. That's insane. But, hey, yeah. the odds makers swing and miss at so many of these prop prices, you know, and uh, that's why we can capitalize on them. It's a great market to exploit for situations like this. All right, next game is the ABC game, nationally televised tonight. Washington Capitals, Pittsburgh Penguins with Sean McDonough, Ray Ferraro, and Emily Kaplan. On ABC, Pittsburgh minus 135 home favorite, six and a half the total uh, in this one. I mean, 
I've bitched about this all week on the show. Pittsburgh's getting too many national TV games. This is not the Penguins of 10 years ago. Let's let's diversify our portfolio a little bit. TNT, ESPN, ABC. I mean, Pittsburgh's been on national TV three times this week. Uh, Colorado Wednesday night on TNT. Dallas on Thursday night on ESPN. And now again tonight on ABC. I mean, enough's enough. Let's get some, let's get some uh, diversity going. Let's get some other teams in the mix uh, going into uh, this uh, matchup here with the uh, Capitals and the Penguins. Uh, tonight, but uh, Pittsburgh now looking to bounce back. I thought Pittsburgh played a hell of a game against Dallas, even though they lost. That was a tough spot. They were after the big win against Colorado on Wednesday night. They had to play Dallas on a back to back, and I thought they actually outplayed Dallas for portions of that game, uh, and they ended up losing. Now they're back home. I think I'd lean Pittsburgh here, honestly, uh, minus one thirty-five. I know Washington beat a just a downtrodden Chicago team. Uh, in their last game. But this is also a Capitals team that recently has lost to Minnesota, lost to St. Louis, who have gotten rid of everybody, and they lost to them at home that somehow blew a lead to Columbus on home ice and lost in overtime. So this is just not a a Washington team that I'm fully on board with trusting right now. Some really bad losses for them. And I'm not sure the belief is entrenched in this dressing room right now that they can still make the playoffs. I think if you ask every capital player right now, they'll tell you that, Hey, we ain't making it. We're not, we're not making the playoffs right now. And how can you blame them for thinking that they've been, their form has been pedestrian. I know they're still only four points out, you know, four points behind Pittsburgh. This should be a huge game for them, but they don't necessarily look like a team that believes they can make the playoffs at this point. So, you know, they absolutely need this two points tonight, Washington, if they want to, you know, keep themselves alive in the uh, wild card chase. And this is the team they got to catch. So it's a huge game, but I don't know. I just don't get that sense. Like Washington is playing like a team that thinks they're going to get into the playoffs. They play like they go through the motions half the time. That was horrendous. The other night blowing that game against Columbus, you talk about losing a costly point. That point could prove costly uh, for Washington. So I haven't bet it yet, but I, I'm definitely leaning to the Penguins side here. Minus minus one thirty-five in this game. It looks like in the uh, goaltending matchup tonight, uh, it's uh, Casey DeSmith for the uh, Penguins. And I don't mind Casey DeSmith in net. In fact, you could argue he's been better than Tristan Jari lately for the uh, Penguins. He'll be in net for Pittsburgh. We uh, we believe Darcy Kemper is going to return. He's kind of been uh, banged up this week, but it looks like Kemper is off the injury list. And you would assume he'll be in net if he's ready to go. So it should be Kemper and DeSmith, your goaltending matchup. But yeah, Pittsburgh or nothing for me. Uh, what do you think here, Kevin? Capitals, Penguins. Yeah, this is one. Uh, I, I don't know if I uh, was drunk this morning or what, but I had written down uh, Capitals money line was actually at plus one ninety five. I, I assume it hasn't moved that much uh, in in an hour or two. You must be in regulation one ninety five. That that might have been in, that might have been regulation that I was looking yeah. at. Um, yeah, definitely. But I I expect I expect the boost here. Just I would bet offense. Washington at plus one ninety. By the way, in this game, if they were plus one ninety, but no, not at yeah the, yeah plus one fifteen. Yep. No, I tried this uh, this ginger shot for the first time this morning, and that that messed me up more than any alcoholic shot I've ever had before. I did not feel right for a little bit, so I think I was looking at the line right after that. So I but, guess your, uh, your your drinking tendencies very much differ from mine. It sounds like yeah, <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, yeah, a little, <laughs> yeah. But I, I expect a, boot, a boost in this offense uh, with with John Carlson back in the lineup. So I, I feel this team to get a little boost. Um, p- plus one fifteen, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's enough. I, I want to play against Pittsburgh, a team that's, that's super desperate here. 
but but I do like this boost in the offense. I feel I feel like they're gonna just a morale, just having uh, Carlson back back there, man in that power play unit again. Um, so I'm gonna play his prop for any time point is minus one eighteen, and I feel I feel pretty good about that. Um, the other one I may look at is just even the even the team goals over for uh, for Washington. Uh, I'd have to take a look to see exactly exactly what it is here. Uh, regular time over three. I don't know. I might I might slide that to two point two point five. It's it's minus one fifty. Uh, but I, I I expect a boost with this this Capitals team their offense here this this next little bit. Uh, my one prop I like is John John Carlson anytime point minus one eighteen. Yeah, I think this is a night where the two all stalwarts on each side have a, you come to the forefront. Ovechkin's been on a nice little streak with goals and points lately. I'd go in those directions. Crosby, same thing. Crosby's really picked up his game. I think Crosby, a point goal prop, shots on goal prop. Um, Jason Zucker, always I'm interested in with Pittsburgh over shots on goal. He's trending over his shots lately. Goal prop, prop point prop for him, no question. And uh, also for Washington, Dylan Strom. The point prop keeps cashing for him. Uh, Dylan Strom to get a point. I'm back on that with the Capitals. I'm off the Rasmus Sandin trade, though. Why? Because you mentioned it. John Carlson's back. John Carlson comes back last game. All of a sudden, no points for Sandin and a huge reduction in five-on-five five and power play minutes uh, as yeah. well. So we enjoyed the Rasmus Sandin props while they lasted, but now with John Carlson back, he becomes the focal point again, running that power play for the uh, Washington Capitals. So uh, I did, I did yeah, have one... One more as well. Uh, now that I'm coming down from that ginger shot, Jake Jake Gensel, his line is up to one three point five. Uh, I prefer when it's obviously down at two point five, but he's still six of ten. He's hit over that number, and it's paying plus one twenty. So that that price I like a lot of that number. Um, so I'll throw that prop in there as well. Yeah, that isn't a bad number at all for that. And uh, Jake Gensel. Uh, certainly for uh, Pittsburgh. If you actually look at his uh, stats lately for him, he's picked it up. But uh, yeah, for me, the main ones are Zucker, you know, Crosby, uh, and uh, for for the uh, Penguins. Gensel, by the way, he's got a point, three points in the last two games for the uh, Penguins. So uh, he's played well these two games on that road trip, Colorado and uh, Dallas back-to-back. Like I say, Dylan Strom prop, I think, is really worth a look. Uh, he has been just that point-producing machine. And again, he's not getting priced like it, unlike... Um, you know, other players like uh, Ovechkin and uh, Oshie, you get a little bit of a better uh, price for Dylan Strom with his point props. He is on a terrific streak. He's gotten a point for the uh, Washington Capitals. My goodness. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of the last 10 games with a point for Dylan Strom coming into a tonight for the Washington Capitals. All right. We got two games left. The two late games tonight uh, on the on this Saturday night slate, Vegas and Edmonton. Definitely one of the better games of the entire day. Uh, Edmonton minus 190, home favorites, six and a half, seven the total, uh, depending on where you uh, look in this one. This is going to be one where maybe a live over if I uh, let the line drop a little bit. Although, to be honest with you, Vegas, they're not going to want to fly up and down and trade chances with the uh, Edmonton Oilers here uh, in this game. We'll see who is going to be in between the pipes. They do have Logan Thompson uh, back, of course. Well, he was back and then he got injured again. Uh, for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, uh, and it looks like he's returned to Vegas. So there you go. Uh, he won't be in tonight, so it's probably going to be quick time for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Jonathan Quick in net for the uh, Golden Knights tonight. Uh, nothing projected or confirmed yet for Edmonton, but you'd assume it's the guy that's pretty much taken over the number one role for the uh, Oilers in net, and that's our guy, Stuart Skinner, uh, in net for the uh, Edmonton Oilers. So I would expect 
uh, he will be in between the pipes for uh, Edmonton. And of course, we know this Vegas team is a little short and we talked about this yesterday on the show. Thompson out. So it's quick time. Riley Smith, who is on that incredible point streak for the Golden Knights, he's out. Eight, uh, Alec Martinez has left the team for personal reasons. Uh, Keegan Colasar day-to-day will carry a, a day-to-day uh, for this team. The good news is they got Nicholas Waugh back, and that's what I like here. There's a couple goal props under the radar for the Golden Knights that I really like tonight. Pavel Dorofiev has been very good uh, for the Golden Knights. I would look toward his goal prop tonight uh, in this game for uh, Vegas. And the other one is Nick Waugh, who scored in his first game back uh, for the uh, Golden Knights against Calgary uh, on Thursday night. And you can get great prices. Nick Waugh is plus 380 at uh, points bet uh, to score a goal tonight. And even with the young Russian, Pavel Dorofiev, still get good prices there. Plus 380 as well uh, for him to find the uh, back of the net tonight for uh, Vegas. So a couple of good props there on the Edmonton side of things. You know, they've just been phenomenal, you know, offensively of late. And especially now that Evander Kane is back and starting to get, you know, in some kind of groove once again. Uh, for the uh, Edmonton Oilers, so this is a game where I'm I'm I'm, I'm passing the side. It's uh, Edmonton's just too a little too pricey for me to back them, but they've won five in a row. They've found ways to win, but the last two games have gone to overtime, and we've seen Vegas two games in a row on this road trip have been one goal games. So this is a little draw sprinkle for me here when it comes to Vegas and Edmonton tonight. I'm going to go with that draw plus three eighty for uh, Vegas and Edmonton. Also going to look at a live. Uh, a live, um, you know, over at some point uh, in this game will determine when that is. Uh, as far as props on the Edmonton side, I still think Nick Bukestad and Warren Fogle and that third line have been, you know, noticeable getting chances. I think you could maybe look at some bargain props for those guys. I mean, Nugent Hopkins has been sensational uh, in the last six games, six game point streak. And he has 10 points in those six games. I mean, what a season, what a bounce back season Ryan Nugent Hopkins is having. I like Evan Bouchard to get a point as well. Because again, with uh, Tyson Berry traded, Evan Bouchard now becomes the main number one offensive minded defenseman that this team has, plays on the number one power play now as well. So uh, Evan Bouchard, I think undervalued, and he has five points in the last six games from the blue line uh, for the Edmonton Oilers entering tonight. Uh, what do you think in this one, Kevin? A great matchup here in the late night hours tonight, Vegas, Edmonton. Yeah, it's funny. Whenever I don't like a price uh, on the money line, like I, I like Edmonton, but I it's just too high of a price to pay. That's when you're always on the draw. It's it's all those games. Whenever I'm sitting there going, yeah, I think this team's going to win. Two in a row like, have gone to overtime for Edmonton. And like I say, the two Vegas road trip games earlier this week were one goal games. They were that close to going to overtime. So it's, it's live, I think, tonight, the draw. Yeah, so like when, whenever I see that, I'm like, I don't like the price. I'm not going to play it. Uh, you're always on the draw. It's kind of like my spidey senses are going off. It's tingling, uh, but I'm just not I'm not on the draws yet. I'm not, not playing the draws yet like you guys, but it's it's there. The senses the senses are kind of – it's tingling for sure. For me, I, I like I like one prop, and it's uh, a Vander Kane under 3.5. Uh, you got to pay one, minus 143 to get it. Seven games since since coming back from his injury has not hit over once, um, and he's not he's not getting used a lot on that power play. So Zach Hyman has got a lock right now on that top power play unit. Uh, you know, past year that's usually where where Kane was getting thrown in that spot in front of the net, uh, but Hyman's got a lock on it, and uh, Kane usually gets thrown in for about a minute a game, and that's that's about it here. Um, so since coming back from injury, has not been over that number once. 
And I, as long as he's not getting that top power play unit, I mean, that second unit doesn't get out for much. Uh, I like Kane to stay stay under that number. So I got Vander Kane under 3.5. There you go. Vander Kane under three and a half shots. Keep in mind that laceration, the incident in Tampa, it's not easy to come back from that. So, you know, it's going to take a little bit of time probably uh, to get him back fully uh, integrated and in rhythm, in the in the flow of things uh, for this uh, Oilers team. That's why it's good you have Leon Dreisaitl, Connor McDavid, Zach Hyman, a red-hot Nugent Hopkins, a little bit more depth now with Bukestad there. Certainly got a lot more options now offensively. So Vander Kane can definitely uh, take his time to work his way back into form with uh, everybody else that's playing at a high level offensively right now for Edmonton. All right, final game of this huge card. I mean, my head, my head's spinning. We've been talking so many games here. Uh, St. Louis and Anaheim, uh, the Blues minus 155 road favorites, uh, six and a half the uh, total uh, in this one. Um, this is just this is one of your classic late season um, over or pass for me from the totals perspective. You know, I don't, I don't expect much defense. I mean, I don't expect, you know, great effort at that end of the ice. Uh, St. Louis, you know, is still, I think, capable of scoring goals. Jacob Vrana, of course, who let me down going back to Detroit. I thought he'd make way more of an impact than he did in that game. So I'm a little ticked off at Jacob Vrana, but he's still been pretty good overall uh, for the uh, Blues in uh, recent games. So still his props might be uh, worth uh, a look here uh, in this uh, matchup between the uh, Blues and the uh, Ducks uh, here tonight. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's, it's pretty much the only thing I'm interested in. It's not a game I'm looking at a ton of props in either because you just see so much uncertainty. Maybe you look at Sammy Cap or not Sammy. I'm I'm going uh, way back in time with that. Kasperi Kapanen for the uh, St. Louis Blues. Uh, you maybe look toward him maybe as a uh, – bargain bin uh, option because Kasperi Kapanen has been noticeable here for the uh, Blues. He's gotten three points in four games, two goals. Sammy Blay. I mean, let's uh, talk about him a little bit. Four points in the last four games for the uh, Blues. They got him back uh, from the uh, Rangers at the uh, deadline, and uh, Sammy Blay has made a little bit of a, uh, an impact uh, offensively here for the uh, St. Louis Blues. So there's a couple of props I would look at here uh, in this game. Um, but again, you've got two teams that are just playing for exercise. Uh, Blues have won three of the last four, so they've definitely been in better form than the Ducks. I'd probably have to lean a little bit, believe it or not, to uh, St. Louis, but I just don't want to lay minus 155 uh, on the road with uh, uh, a bad team against an even worse team. You know, it's still a bad team that you're laying minus 155 with right now. Uh, so uh, maybe the over, but and a couple props. That's about it, though. Uh, what do you think here in this one, Kevin? Final game on the slate: Blues, Ducks. Yeah, I, I took a pass in this one too. It was like this is such an ugly game. Um, there's nothing really. I, I lean the Blues as well, but just not not a price I like. Um, nothing really crazy I like there in the props. There's a lot of a lot of just inconsistent play from guys kind of all over on both, on both sides. Uh, no, no real trends is picking up on, uh, this is, yeah, this is a throwaway game for me as one. I just didn't, didn't want to touch. There was nothing, nothing I liked that I wanted to write down for. Ryan Strom has been better lately for Anaheim. So if I'm going to bet a goal prop or a point prop for the ducks on their side, uh, it would probably be him because, uh, you know, he's been up, he's picked it up a little, the last few games, he's got four points in the last five games and a couple of goals as well. So there's a little bit of a, uh, a, a better bargain option if you're going to look at an Anaheim player prop tonight with uh, Ryan Strom. All right, that is the Saturday card. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, 
243 live viewers on YouTube. Hit the like button. We appreciate it. And check out patreon.com slash ice guys. Just $10 a month. Uh, goalie charts, totals charts, power ratings, our daily ice guys show betting card, uh, bonus content, and more. Make sure you check it out. Patreon.com slash ice guys. Just $10 a month. And of course, iceguys.myspreadshop.com. Uh, the store. Uh, make sure you cop yourself some great Ice Guys merch. And don't forget about the BetCast. Our next one on Tuesday night, another Tuesday night live BetCast coming your way March 28th, this Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern, live betting and commentary with me, Alex, and all of our great guests, Drinking Encouraged. Uh, DM at Bobano on Twitter or email Bobano350 at gmail.com uh, to request a spot on the BetCast this Tuesday night, and we will make sure we send you the link for the uh, BetCast. Uh, before it begins Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern. Uh, make sure you join us for that. All right, we will wrap up this massive Saturday edition of the Ice Guys Show with Best Bets coming up in just a moment right after we hear from Manscaped. Support for the Ice Guys is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS. That's promo code I-C-E-G-U-Y-S at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls that you can preserve. The Performance Package 4.0 is the complete accessory package to take care of everything that is required. You've got, of course, the Lawnmower 4.0, takes care of your facial hair, uh, and among other things, uh, you've got, of course, the Weed Whacker. I'm approaching 40. Nose hair has become a major issue. It pisses the hell out of me. I need to take care of that shit, and the Weed Whacker can help you do that. Both of these products, waterproof and a 4,000K LED spotlight for a more precise shave. And you'll also be able to take care of those delicate areas with the ball toner, with the ball deodorant. Keep you smelling good, looking good, and feeling good down in the nether regions. This complete performance package 4.0 will take care of everything for you, for all you guys out there. And it's courtesy of our good friends at Manscaped.com. So get 20% off and free shipping with the promo code ICEGUYS at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use promo code ICEGUYS. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. All right, we are back and ready to wrap up the show with best bets. Before we do, Alex B. Smith, uh, who is uh, actually he's he's feeling fine. He's okay. I think he's in the chat watching the show. Uh, he decided I don't love the card today, and it's already going to be a long enough show with you and Kevin. So he, he sat this one out today, Alex. Uh, but uh, he did send along his card. Uh, he doesn't love it today. He's only got a few plays as of right now. Uh, he is on the Los Angeles Kings minus one fifteen against Winnipeg. He's on the Seattle-Nashville draw, which I am as well. And, of course, that game is about to start pretty soon. And his best bet is Vancouver and Dallas, over 6, minus 120. Uh, so that's Alex's best bet here for this Saturday card. And he's also given us a bonus college hockey, Frozen Four tournament bet. Boston University, the Terriers, BU, minus 1.5 on the puck line, plus 160. Drew Camesso, get used to that name. He's a great goalie for uh, Boston U. Uh, and uh, he's a net for them. He's the reason Boston could be a little dark horse in that Frozen Four tournament. Everyone's talking about Fantilli and Michigan, Matthew Nyes and 
and uh, Snuggerud and that great loaded Minnesota team. But, you know, with Drew Camesso in net, Boston could be dangerous there uh, in that tournament. So uh, Alex likes Boston U, minus one and a half, plus 160 there in the uh, college hockey uh, Frozen Four, which I'm keeping an eye on too. I like my college hockey. It's good, especially at this time of year. The Frozen Four is a great tournament. All right, best bets to wrap it up. We'll start with our Saturday Ice Guys guest, Kevin Beach. Uh, what do you like here for best bet? Yeah, I'm going one of my unders here, Patrick Kane, under 3.5. Got to pay a little bit to get it, minus 167. Nine of the last 10, he's been under. And the last, he's got, he only has three shots in his last three games. Uh, I'm looking at his last five games. He's well under this 3.5 mark. He has two, two, zero, two, one. So he's just too busy passing to his friends. Um, and he, he's not, he's not playing a ton of minutes. You know, he's like the last little bit. He hasn't been over 18 minutes. Uh, in the last handful of games, when they first kind of picked him up, uh, they were playing him over over 20 minutes, and, and it seems like they're trying to trying to balance out the ice time for these guys. But uh, he's just having too much fun passing the puck around the guys, and he's, he's uh, in Chicago. He had to shoot the puck because he's the only guy there, but uh, right now he's he's having too much fun passing the puck. So my best bet is Patrick Kane under 3.5. Under 3.5, product of, hey, a lot of weapons around him. Don't need to shoot all the time. I can give it to Tarasenko. I can give it you know, to whoever's on my line. And uh, certainly we're seeing evidence of that. So New York Rangers, Patrick Kane, under three and a half shots on goal for Kevin Beach and his best bet. My best bet, hey, I'm not overthinking this one. This is the clear best bet to me. Uh, neither team can keep the puck out of the net. Columbus, Montreal, over six and a half, minus 115. I think we see a bunch of goals in La Belle Provence tonight. Blue Jackets, Canadians, over six and a half. My best bet for this Saturday card. That'll wrap up this edition of the Ice Guys. Thanks to everyone in the chat for joining us. Hit the like button uh, on the way out. A reminder, the Ice Guys is live seven days a week, Monday to Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern, Saturday and Sunday, noon Eastern. If you can't watch the show live, download the Ice Guys podcast in audio form on all major podcast platforms, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and more. Download the Ice Guys podcast when you can't watch the show live. For our Saturday guest, uh, does a great job every Saturday. Uh, Kevin Beach, I'm Ian Cameron. Have a great Saturday. Enjoy the games and good luck. A huge NHL card. Cash those tickets. And we will see you again tomorrow on Sunday at noon Eastern for another edition of the Ice Guys presented by National Hockey Now. 